It's hard you're to just uh, Josh R. Freeman. You're stealing. You're stealing the R from Ian R. Buck. No, That's what it is in the note. I thought your name was Josh R. Free, like on something. It is. Yeah, but but he never goes by Josh R. Freeman. I was gonna Ian R. Buck always goes by Ian R. Buck. I've never known him as Ian Buck. Oh, you're talking about the guy from <laughs> Yeah, yeah. No, he introduced himself as Ian R. Buck. He you can't just it. start calling yourself Josh R. Freeman because you always say. Hey, I'm Joshy guy. <laughs> I don't say that. <laughs> That's how you always introduce yourself. I don't yourself. think I've ever said that. Hello and welcome to Double Issue Show. Show. This is a show. <laughs> this is the podcast where Daniel and I create stories set in a superhero world of our own creation. I yeah. say create a lot. It's a a universe of creative energy that we are collecting and flowing through our hand motions. We're in person, so I can do a lot of awkward hand motions into fiction. Two questions. Please stop and introduce yourself so that I can introduce <laughs> I'm myself. I'm Quentin. <laughs> I'm Daniel. And I'm first guest ever, best guest ever, Josh. Well, <laughs> debatable. You know what? <laughs> <laughs> we had a lot of good guests. We had, we had a long run of good guests. That's over now. <laughs> it's over now. You know what? Had to go back I, to uh, what we know. I delayed listening to every one of those episodes until yesterday because I just couldn't I couldn't listen to someone else taking my guest spot. They're really good though. They they were. Well Josh is really good though. I mean I still think that Artificial Insurrection's like one of our best episodes, just in general. Partially because of like how good we were with Josh. Yeah. I think my favorite is still the Centauri. The the sh- Shwe, Shwe versus Ibu. Ibu? <laughs> the owl people. That's pretty good. Yeah. Quinn was talking before the start of the show that he's been listening to an X-Men podcast. And on there, they talk about their evil space empire aliens. Yeah, apparently the Shi'ar empire is also very bird-like. And I went, well, at least stars is owls. But that podcast is called Jay and Miles Explain the X-Men. And it's really good. My extended X-Men knowledge is pretty much just what was on the 90s cartoon and then the movies, but... Yeah. I mean, the 90s cartoon is all you need. And really, all you need is the theme song. Well... Yeah, it's so good. But yeah, I think it's fitting that I've been boning up on X-Men knowledge because we have the Citadel, which is semi-analogous to X-Men, is how we've... Oh, semi explained it before. Not yeah. exactly because they're fighting kaiju. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I mean, Colossus is wait, not Colossus, Sentinels. Oh, we have Sentinels. Yeah, we had those, yeah. and we kind of determined that they're kind of their own yeah. thing. We also have Southwest Sentinels. Southwest Sentinel. Yeah, just one guy. <laughs> Maybe well, he's got a whole team. I don't know. I mean. 
the other sentinels have the to also sentinel, be the northeast sentinel and the southeast sentinel and the central sentinel the sentinels <laughs> the all around sentinels <laughs> the cardinals <laughs> but the topic this week is the citadel yeah so we started the podcast and daniel had already created all of the citadel no i actually set up a bunch of stuff to just be blank spaces I mean, like, there's giant monsters, there's a tower, and they got a wall around the city. That's all I had. And then you started the podcast, and then Daniel filled in all of those blank spaces. <laughs> <laughs> We've been filling in blank spaces as we go. The first three weeks, Daniel filled in every single blank space in the Citadel there was. They were just involved with the Citadel. In I, had some to, I had to fight Daniel so he wouldn't keep writing Citadel stories. It's bad. <laughs> I had a very, like, I... There's probably still a document in our Google Docs where I just planned out my entire plot for the first year. Yeah. And you're like, no, <laughs> you, you like got to do something else. There's some good plots there, but it it would have been like what you had was a good plot if we were writing a bison and wisps. Mm. Yeah. No, I got to change her if, name. If we were writing a bison and wisp comic, you had planned out a year of that comic. Yeah. And it's like, well, we kind of need like not just to focus on two characters yeah or the surrounding cast of characters now just to help myself i've still used that as like a skeletal idea of like it's fine because there's like a a general thread that runs in the background of that that storyline and i've just been picking up little pieces here and there of what i already kind of thought of but no i'm trying to get outside the citadel more but i thought a good starting spot might be since you have more of the citadel in your head Josh and I going off describing what we think the Citadel is. All right. <laughs> and you either correcting us or going, ooh, yeah, that's good. And then you telling us some of the other ideas you had for it. Like, like seriously, my ideas are very nebulous, so I'm I'm welcome. Anytime. We'll see. It's just Daniel waveform the whole podcast. <laughs> <laughs> my ideas are very abstract. Let me explain to you in this three-hour symposium i've prepared <laughs> welcome to my ted talk on the citadel history so do you want to start out with what we know what do you know as a listener um it's the citadel is a city but it's like a city state it's the commonwealth also referred to as the commonwealth that that to me makes makes me think that it's just like a a super city but i don't know if it's separate from the united states or but we know it's in Michigan, near the Great Lakes, because the kaiju come from the lakes, and it has sort of its own superhero-led government, like a council. Bison, or wait, no, Minotaur is a current leader? Yeah. Seems right. And the previous leader was her, her mother, was it Moon, Moon something? Moonglow? Was that right? Yeah. Moonglow. Moon that one's your character. Yeah. <laughs> that I've stolen. They <laughs> <laughs> co-opted. Co-opted. Okay. Yeah, we have a, a previous ruler, Moonglow, current yeah. leader, by or Minotaur. Yeah. Minotaur and Bison are too similar. Like <laughs> no, Minotaur doesn't change, right? No, she's just in a suit that looks like a bull. Yeah. Bison changes into like so a were bison a were bison okay. night bison night bison <laughs> I, I really thought we were going with a whole different um like 
attitude towards like i thought it was way goofier it's in my episode one now i'm like that's a little goofy yeah. but I, I'm, I'm gonna keep my places you, you're talking about we had an episode full of giant ducks, ducks giant ducks <laughs> yeah that's... i do forget giant ducks yeah. it's good and it wasn't even just that's that... probably the silliest i want to go it's... on our world builds but it's come back up yeah no i think it <laughs> i think it works well we we weaved it into the universe. Yeah. I'm really happy with the guy from Sword and his background <laughs> with that. Like, I just, in my head, I have such good scenes for that. So, the Citadel. Citadel. All of what you said. Mm-hmm. Um, they've also got, like, a superhero academy there. Yeah. That seems to be right. It's just their, a branch of their public education system. Yeah. So, we've just been stating facts. What do you like imagine based on those facts? Um, because what what I've always imagined is he imagined he said something about it being like circles and gates going inward kind of deal in one of the episodes. Oh yeah, I don't know why I said I imagine that that's true, <laughs> <laughs> but I don't know. I was trying to square it off with different things that we also know, like the there being a school there. Like, is that a school for all superheroes or just a cat or just Citadel people? Do people, is it like a, a superhero private school that superheroes can send their kids to? I think that superhero boarding school. That seems more likely. Like, but does it always funnel? Is it typically funnel into the Citadel forces of superheroes or is it in general a superhero school? Graduates go out to do whatever they want. Some of them stick around for the Citadel. I think it's more likely to be the the latter. The it's just a a catch all superhero school. And it just happens to be located in the Citadel. Well, I mean it's the Citadel is Maybe the Citadel created it for themselves and yeah. then it just became the catch all superhero yeah. school. That seems like if if there is like one actual like powerful superhero led government that has a superhero branch of their education system it makes sense for like super powered parents with super powered kids to be like well i gotta move to where the education is good for my kid like they don't necessarily they move there (laughs) i don't think they necessarily move there but it's like we we gotta get my i gotta get my kid into the the good school that actually can take care of them how they need to be taken care of yeah something i imagine just from working at a college and this isn't something i've thought about before but i thought maybe they have like out-of-state tuition like maybe citadel superhero kids can kind of go there for free or cheap but if you're like from outside you have to pay like maybe they got a loan forgiveness program where if you work in the citadel force for like a certain amount of time you can get it forgiven yeah yeah i just (laughs) i like that like extra layer of like the rich superhero kids can just go there and then go off to whatever city they're from, go to New Amsterdam. Oh, I didn't think of the the economics of superhero family dynamics and all that. Like, um, <laughs> I've been working through the economics of elven societies and fantasy worlds for a little bit for some D&D stuff. <laughs> it's just, this gets dumb after a bit, like <laughs> how rich certain areas can be and how poor others can be. Yeah. So yeah, they, uh, some of the import superhero kids might be from a poor family, and then you're just like stuck in the Citadel paying off their education debt. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so the way I saw it was that the Commonwealth 
was all one big city. Like, That's what I envisioned. But is the Commonwealth and the Citadel just interchangeable names, or is the Citadel... That's what I had in my head. Okay. Authority I, Encyclopedia. I think the way I was thinking about it was the full name would be like the Citadel Commonwealth or something like that. Okay. So just just different words, the same thing. So it's not it's not like the Citadel is the capital of the Commonwealth. Or like the Commonwealth of Citadel or something like that. Okay. Because the way I the way I pictured it was that uh, like if you wanted the Citadel to be in Michigan, it could be like most of Michigan. Like, most of that upper part between the lakes is, like, all, like, a huge city. Yeah, I was going to say there's a huge chunk of land between the three lakes. But I think just mostly a national forest. The top of the mitten. Yeah. But the fish's (laughs) butt. And the top of the mitten. I don't know if it's the top of the mitten or, like, this. The fingers? This hanging bit. Oh, you're talking about the extra bit or the? I think the extra bit. Because that's right where three lakes, like, converge. Is oh. this extra bit? Anyway. Yeah. But that's a whole lot of land. So there could be some, like, non-inside-the-city land on the outside. The Ash Barrens, which is just, like, a random thing from the one store from Birthday, which is, like, an area that Kaiju had destroyed that had been a city. Yeah. So that could be just area that they built around it. Yeah. Like, in, I think it was the first episode, you described, like, these layers of the city. Yeah. And, like, the outside is... Not as good because they're constantly getting destroyed by the Citadel. But I kind of feel like there should be some area on the outside that is supposed to get attacked and people don't live there. Yeah. I mean, that's okay. the Ash Barons now. Okay. I think the problem is the monster attacks are like random and there's weird time amount between each one. Yeah. So it's kind of like tornadoes in Oklahoma where people are like, we can build back here. But don't they don't they match up to the moon cycle? That's something that came up later after I wrote okay. episode one. So, okay. <laughs> so this is now <laughs> retroactively fixing things. Yeah, I don't think they exactly match though. They don't. I don't think it's as exact as like Pacific Rims. Maybe, maybe it's more of like statistical they... chance. It's more likely to happen than statistical chance and like power level of the monster. Like the more full the moon is, the more likely you are to get bigger, meaner monsters. Yeah, but, but I, I could yeah. buy that. But I imagine there's got to be a, a area where they just don't rebuild because that's the monster destroy area. I think like the tips of the lakes, like right where it points towards the city, I think those are just clear paths now. There's just okay. nothing there because that's the easiest place to get up. Yeah. But there's like areas on the sides where it's like they just randomly got up on shore and like kind of meandered before going towards the city. And that one that attacked the city at the start, that was an artificial one. That's not a natural occurring one. Oh. Yeah, that's from birthdays. The Amazing Richard just teleported that one on top of the guy's head. Wait, the birthday one is... Wait, is the timeline weird? No. Oh, you said the birthday one, not the first one. Yeah. Birthday Birthday is a prequel to the first episode. That makes no sense. No. Because the bank one should take place after the first one, right? And this one takes, birthday takes place after the bank one. You've written yourself into a loop. Hold on. How does... <laughs> I know for sure, for sure, birthday takes place after the bank robbery. 
Because you mentioned something about her arm being broken, and she just got out of the cast from that. Yeah. Unless she's breaking her arm all All the time. time. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, she is, but... Well, (laughs) but I meant in Rooftops, it's just Bison and Wisp taking on the monster. Yes. But doesn't Bison come in at the end of Robots? Yeah. Does she make any mention? No. I can pull up the story. Okay. I believe you. I'm just saying, okay. Uh, the the way you were just uh, hammering out those Citadel stories seemed like they were in chronological order. Oh, no. It did seem like They're they really screwed up, guys. Because <laughs> it's like bank heist, birthday, roof, robots. No, a rooftop. Birth- bank heist is robots. Yeah. Bank, heist, bank heist is robots. Reflections is after. But that has nothing to do with the storyline reflections they he does salvage the pieces robots. from the robots one yeah so that one has to happen after did you did you for sure put anything in in birthday that references it being before or is that just in your head i mean that's in my head but i it's mean a monster that gets away from them he, and it's described similar also he oh. he knows when her birthday is and the date of the other <laughs> so <laughs> i don't i do want to get a don't, calendar and write their birthdays out don't pretend like you haven't planned everything <laughs> i mean if if this is true then it's okay to advance the team storyline to where i want it to be oh which that teen team yeah where spark plug is their leader well don't we have to like introduce her um, no that happened during uh that happened during the kaiju fight in the first episode. That's when they got introduced. Sparkplug? Yep, Sparkplug met the team team. Sometime in the period between... <laughs> Sparkplug's not even like... She's not even a hero yet in our I know. story yet. But all of this teen stuff happened so long ago. Also, how old is she? Like, Is she a teen also? She's a teen, but she's advanced enough that she's in college. Is she like... She's I... older than them. Yeah, I had the impression she's like early 20s. I don't know. Originally, she was going to be a professor. (laughs) But after the teen idea came up, I was like, she's a little younger now. My thought was she's the older one. She's like the cyborg of the Teen Titans. Yeah. Like not in the cartoon, but in the comics. I was thinking she's like 17, 18. Old enough to drive to college, but. Yeah. If she lives... In the Commonwealth. She lives outside the Commonwealth. She doesn't live in the Commonwealth. Yeah, she lives in, like, Detroit. I was going to make it South Oklahoma City, (laughs) but when I moved the Commonwealth from Kansas, which was originally going to be placed... (laughs) Where there are no lakes. (laughs) Where there are no lakes. So, but this is just a side note. I gave everyone in Reflections a super hickey voice. And, like, I love Garf's voice because doing his acting, there's (laughs) things I say and I'm just like, that's... Oh, I'm cracking up, but this is a serious moment. Like, there's the part where he's like, Goop! And it's like, Goop! <laughs> anyway, um, but now that's really silly, because they're like hicks living in Detroit. <laughs> when did you set them in Detroit? Not originally. Originally, it's going to be like Oklahoma. Is there any place you put them in Detroit? No. Why can't they be in South Oklahoma? It could be. I just, but I made mention. That's a long way to, to move the salvage for a kaiju from Michigan down to Oklahoma. Well, I guess you got to move it any distance. You can move it any distance. 
That's why that's why I thought that they were just like right on the outskirts though. But if they're loading up like a semi trailer full of tech stuff. And maybe it's expensive enough to salvage that that's worth it the trip. Like I could see that. They move like oil filled equipment all over the country and it seems like that'd be expensive to move as far as they do. Sometimes I see occasionally going up expressway will be these long things on a trailer bed and it's like a wind yeah, turbine yeah, propeller the, thing yeah anyway so i guess they could still be like in the south yeah spark plug yeah i find it weird that she would choose her dad's little pet nickname for her as her superhero name but well neither of us have written a story yet about it but the idea is she starts doing on the side and she never is going to have a name and that's just what they call her for a little bit so she could still get a like a real superhero name but i'm just gonna fast forward to where she's a leader of the team that's what i want to do that's cool what if she's the leader of the team and a kaiju no but her dad doesn't (laughs) know that she's supering well that's for sure like a a storyline for a little bit is like she's doing it but not telling him so yeah, in the like in the, the reflection story, she doesn't like she's present for part of it, yeah. but she doesn't get involved. Even though if she's developed some super skills, she could have got involved in between their their dispute. Well, I think their assumption is that she's not super. They think she took after her dad, who's just a normal person. But I think what we find out is she has like superpowers that just aren't easy to see was hildy superpower i thought she was just like she's just arrow person right she was just arrows and well tech. i think it's like she's like really good aim and okay so like hawkeye super, super powered in the same way hawkeye is super powered super skilled but still like i imagined her in like an iron man type suit that she made i'll oh, see i was thinking like batman with like maybe captain america powers what if she has an Iron Man type-ish suit that she builds out of junk and then also she shoots arrows out of her arm? <laughs> <laughs> like, like like Mega Man, like but Spike? with arrows. Like yeah, Spike more like Rickman? Spike. Her bones are arrows. <laughs> <laughs> no. And then she regenerates like floppy arm for a bit. No. Good thing she got the exoskeleton because she ain't got a real skeleton in there. She got arrow skeletons. It's all arrows. <laughs> No. All arrows all the way down. Nope. <laughs> Just gonna keep saying no. Oh, but that was a, th- a thought I had with, with Sparkplug is they think she should be more Hildy-esque. So, like, they start off like, okay, well, here's a bow and here's that. And I think there could be a great moment where she's just like, I'm just gonna use the bow to sm- like smack the criminal. Something like that. Like, something that makes her different than her mom. Like, she's Iron Man. Yeah, like maybe she's just Iron Man. <laughs> Spark plug is Iron Man. Yeah. Oh yeah. I mean, I thought it'd be funny. Okay. If... Every time you were ex- saying you pictured her as Iron Man, I thought you were talking about Hildy, and I was like, Oh yeah. No. Her too. No. <laughs> <laughs> I can get behind Spark plug being more Iron Man like. And you can get behind the arrows as bones. No. <laughs> <laughs> okay, back to the Citadel proper. Yeah. What else we got for them? <laughs> All right. So we got the Academy. Well, what's up with the scar? Do you have any thoughts on the scar, Josh? Like the, this tower? The scar? The, the citadel itself. The tower's called the citadel? Yeah. And the city's called the citadel. 
and the cities called the Commonwealth. <laughs> Daniel, grade eight writing. What if, what if we call it the Commonwealth of the Citadel Kingdom? I'm gonna call it the Scar. Oh, the that's how it's always described. The uh, Scar. Because I the way it's I like would... a tower in the middle of the Citadel. Yeah. So my my way I've thought about it is like the city has this like nice metropolis look to it. Like it's all very clean and new buildings and it's all pretty. And then the tower itself is just like this ugly black gothic looking scary structure. Every time you describe it as a scar, I imagine it being crooked. Yeah. Like I think it has weird angles to it. So with the with the city being like in in rings or whatnot, is is the tower like the center yeah. of the like the bullseye of the city? That Maybe it's an irregular, somewhat irregular bull, bullseye. Like, yeah. not all the rings are perfectly round. Yeah. Because, I mean, I think the walls were built, like, ad hoc. Kind of weird. So this is going to be in the story about Grand Calamity. But when they come out through the their wormhole, they describe the tower. They're like, why is there a warship here? Like, an Aegis warship. So they call it, like, a spaceship. The tower? Yeah. I did not get that from your story. I thought there was just an Aegis. Aegis was flying their ship around. Oh. That's what I got from it. Edit. Yeah. <laughs> I'll edit that more. Yeah. So the Citadel like, is headquartered in an Aegis warship. That was part of our confusion. <laughs> because I was going to say they're running from Aegis. And in their world, it's just... All the like superpower people were going to be called Aegis. The world government oh, is all, Aegis or something. Yeah, and all of evil. them. Okay. But the tower is a spaceship. Do you guys like that? Like, it seems it doesn't seem to work with your. It's weird and crooked because that makes to. that makes it seem like it was built like a piece at a time. Like they slowly built up the tower. And they could be built on now. Like it seems like a. If it were a spaceship, it would be one piece. The anime. We've got like a main team. The city. I think. The Citadel Force? Sure. Is that what we called them in that one episode? I referred to Citadel Command once, but that's like Dispatch. Yeah, Citadel Force sounds right. Yeah. So I kind of wonder if maybe they just... The Citadel is the big city, and that's the main place. Maybe the Commonwealth is like more of the surrounding areas. Yeah. Like we expand the Citadel to be even more area. So that way we can have the Citadel Force basically be only in the Commonwealth. Yeah. But they still have crime to fight. My thought was Michigan was like, we don't want to deal with kaiju and we don't want to have to pay for kaiju and we can't fight them off with our militia. So they were just, Citadel, you take it away and you do what you want with that area. And we were saying they landed between world wars, roughly. They what? Not landed like a spaceship, but landed just... Where in the timeline does... I mean, <laughs> the middle of the Citadel is a spaceship. Citadel. I guess. Well, that's what I was asking if that worked, like, if you guys thought that was good. I mean, wasn't... So moon... why, what, is the, what is the deal with the spaceship? Explain more so we could... Okay. So my idea was, whenever all of our superhero like, world starts, it's because the spaceship lands, like, crash lands, and it draws all these monsters up to it, because it's like still connected to whatever world it came from like it's a it's like a weak point so the kaiju are not attacking the city the city they're attacking specifically the town they're trying to get to the tower yeah like whatever power source it's got or whatever engines it has something like that 
was drawing the monsters to it. But the way the reason the city is doing so good, like it can make its own country within the US is because of whatever power source they have or something. The problem I have with this is it seems like they have to exist weirdly before like there's no chicken and egg type thing like the thing has to be there to call the monsters but a city has to be there to defend it from the monsters in order to like it doesn't make sense to me why when the spaceship was there it didn't just get attacked by kaiju right away like how is there enough time for a city to even be around it like the thought i had was the spaceship itself comes with a couple of heroes that are strong enough to fight off the kaiju monsters. And they're random enough that there's time when people like come out from just like the surrounding area to inspect what's going on. And maybe like the war effort, whatever power source or technology they have was important enough that they built factories and stuff around it. Like for whatever reason, if it's a spaceship, it can't leave. Like something's missing from it so it can't go again. But they had an important enough reason that like people flocked to it to help out. And then just naturally over time it built out. Because see, originally I was going to say it was there longer, but then I think we were talking about it all being centered around a certain point and like around the world wars. What are you thinking? Because I'm like spaghetti at the wall right now. Like, yeah. Like I'm still feeling out what you think is good space. I made the Citadel to be a playground Yeah. for superhero stuff. So I, I don't know. Because what... We obviously need some sort of entry point for the kaiju, like them to start showing up. And I did have ideas about that. My idea was the other world is sending them to kind of soften up the earth in preparation for like an invasion. Yeah. But also it's just a natural like the kaiju are just like wild animals where they come from. They're like, oh, hey, I can fit through this. It seems cool. Hold, hold on. I just, I don't know if I like the spaceship. What if, what if the kaiju come from the Hatverse because the amazing Richard is able to summon them for some reason and he has some kind of connection to the Hat slash Duckverse. It feels like a lot to put on the amazing Richard. <laughs> My thought with that was he just happened to like have had one from a leftover experiment and he just happened to have a teleport. So he's like, you know what? This is a good use for this. Just to screw over this mystery figure. See, my thought was sort of at some point kaiju started appearing but they could appear anywhere and then they created something in the citadel like they they built the citadel like they knew it had to be coming like the creatures have to come from the water or something they were like this is a good place <laughs> i don't know why but i mean no one's using the upper part of michigan <laughs> <laughs> There's maybe, a couple of ranches out there. Maybe enough of them came out of there and destroyed the surrounding place that they said this is a good place since it's already been destroyed. I mean, it could just be they all of these came like the the kaiju are a, a problem specific to the Great Lakes. So, but they previously went like in every direction out from there, like up into Canada, like every every direction. But then they were like. If we build the citadel as a beacon to attract them, it'll be easier to defend them and defend from them if they're all we know where they're going. But it, I mean, it could be, yeah, just a specific Great Lakes problem for some reason 
kaiju started coming from the Great Lakes. Yeah. I think my problem with the ship thing is, like, it seems like some smart people in the universe could just figure it out or something. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I think the way I thought about it was kind of like Grand Calamity. The original people on, on the ship, like Moonglow and her people, stole it from wherever it came from. Whenever they got to Earth, whatever, like allowed them to do that again it was gone yeah now i'm also thinking like that's like we already have a lot of aliens <laughs> yeah also but and if it's just an alternate earth then yeah but that's like a whole all of the citadel is alternate earth aliens well not now anymore but like all of the original is alt earth people it kind of makes sense i still have a problem with the tower being a ship even like i can accept more of the other stuff huh. But I think the tower being a ship is weird to me. Like, the whole tower being a ship. Yeah, I could see, like, it maybe started out as a ship, then as it got built upon, it became that ugly, crooked scar thing. But then if it was, if it's something that has been built upon and modified over the years, it wouldn't be recognizable as a ship anymore. To those other people. Because the way I imagine it is, like, so here in Oklahoma City, we've got Devon Tower. When you're looking at the skyline, it's just like all these short little squat buildings. And then just suddenly like, oh, there's Sauron's Tower in the middle of nothing. Yeah. And so that's kind of how I imagine it. It's like that shocking. Yeah. And then it's been, I mean, if we're thinking it's closest to present day when we're writing these stories, it's been over like 50 years, 70 years since they arrived. So maybe they've stolen parts of the ship to build the town out around it, or... I think I'm still just caught up on that. Like, it, we have a lot... <laughs> this Like, this is the same story as, like, the Martians and the Centauri. Yeah. No. Or at least very similar. Of, like, people our, from a different place. <laughs> our world is populated of... by refugees from a different place. Yeah. What if we, like, take a step back? What if there is something from an alternate universe... And it is creating this weakness, and it is here. But it's like a dropped power core from a ship or something that does that. Like, it, it would still wouldn't solve the rec being recognizable problem. But we could use that as, like, it also mutates people around us. So there's more likely to be superheroes in this area. Like it work? Yeah. And then people just, like, built up technology around it and dependent on it they've got a special kaiju that's like a queen that they're like plugging in like a potato clock to power the city and they just built the tower around it i mean <laughs> but uh i was gonna say what if it was a part of a ship and so they have like a symbol the citadel symbol is based on this thing which is also what they recognize they base this symbol on that thing they found i don't know that would help with the recognizability thing yeah I like the idea that if it's like some kind of mysterious origin power source that just came from somewhere, then it could be leaking, leaking that energy into the lakes. And that's also what's causing the kaiju. So the so the Commonwealth of Citadel Kingdom is leaking. What if the they figure out a way to harness the thing? And they're, like, grabbing building materials from alternate dimensions, like Bioshock Infinite. Still, I still feel like we're, we're dancing back and forth between the chicken and the egg situation. Like, did the Citadel get built up 
because the kaiju or did the kaiju start showing up because the citadel was fiddling with this other stuff or did they just both happen to happen at the same time yeah i don't know i mean it seems to sound like whatever is at the bottom of the tower is what draws the kaiju like that's what if okay i got it it they both just kind of happen at the same time but originally the stuff that they're building the citadel with was not attracting the kaiju but one of their technological advancements was to use that power source as a beacon so maybe even more than one power cell or whatever this mysterious power source is more than one of them fell possibly a couple fell into the lakes also and that's what's causing the kaiju to spawn in the lakes. But then they figured out a way to use the one that didn't get lost into the water as a as a means to like lure them out to a specific spot. Okay, I've got an idea that solves everything. Okay. That's <laughs> far future. Kaiju is everywhere. I don't know where this this ship under the ground came from, but someone's digging it up. This is like a post-apocalyptic future. Someone finds it and starts digging it up. And then like at the end of that one season of Lost, he just like hits it like a nuclear bomb. And then it flashes back. And then it's our timeline. And the Citadel's just always been there. Fully formed. Kaiju attacking. (laughs) (laughs) What if? (laughs) What if it's always been there, but no one knew how to open it? So it's just, that's just a weird thing. And then at a certain point in our technology, people are like, that's weird. I think I know how to open these doors. Guys, chicken or egg? Which is Mine the Mine is saying <laughs> there was no, there was a bunch of chickens. One laid an egg and then someone hit a weird, a weird device and it teleported both of them back in time together and to a different timeline and shifted fully formed. I don't know. <laughs> so... What you're saying is after all of all of our brainstorming and world building on the Citadel, we have no clear origins. <laughs> We've figured nothing out. I think Quentin's getting closer to something. I don't know. What if, so they got, like, there's some power source underneath. Someone hits it with a rock. Spaceship. Because uh, the question also is, like, how ancient is the city? How, like, any of this... So one day, some people are doing some archaeology in Michigan. And they they come across they come across some random relic in the ground. They thought they were digging up some dinosaur bones, but maybe it wasn't dinosaurs. I don't know. But they they unearth something and then like some mysterious energy starts flowing out of it. Like like and what the if- citadel appears out of nowhere. <laughs> I mean, the way I thought you were explaining it was like, let's just pretend like there's a MacGuffin orb. It's just a good-sized MacGuffin orb. And the guy in the future, like, is something like, oh, we got to fix this, and, like, touches it, and it just comes back to prehistoric times and gets covered up by Earth. And then it just happens to be in that spot, and people are, like, digging around. So and just happen to activate it. So the Citadel is the is the result of time travel but accidental time travel of some mysterious device. Maybe we should have never conquered the origin. Because <laughs> I feel like we're so far away from good stuff. 
I don't know. Like we could have been making a team. <laughs> we could have. <laughs> the Citadel Force. We could have laid out their entire government structure. <laughs> I mean, we could take a step back and we could just say, we don't care about the origin. Let's just go to like what it is now. Yeah. And we could come back to origin if we want to think about it more. Yeah. Because it just sounds like, like we're not getting anything that like jives. Yeah, I don't know. This is the alternate, like people showing up, sounds too close to other things. Yeah. I like the idea that it it came from either an alternate dimension or an alternate alternate timeline, but I don't like the idea that like a group of people came with it and brought brought their society with it. Like all I was thinking is like ten or less people, nothing like not like the Centauri ship that's an entire civilization. I say civilization, like an entire colony, like a city. Yeah, I don't know. And I think this partially goes back to our issue with starting with the starting line. So I think you wanted to place it like 1900s or something as like the earliest. Well, like I, when heroes started appearing. Because I think if we have a, there's been kaiju the whole, like since ancient history and this whole city has been built up for since forever. Yeah. The problem we run into is that severely changes history in very significant ways. Yeah. yeah. Whereas if it's a more recent thing, we can control the... Like if kaiju started appearing in the 60s or something, that's a very different than if kaiju have always been appearing. Yeah. I think it, it's fine if it is uh, like in the 60s, maybe 50s, I don't know, whatever. But like somewhat recent that this just started happening. But because of the whatever power source mysterious thing that fuels the citadel it allowed them to develop the city very quickly what if what if it is a ship but no one comes on it the people are yeah like it's a hybrid of the weird radiation and that thing so it's been there like the ship wasn't there the ship like burst out of the ground at some point and that's the tower which is now it is that way it seems a lot more phallic (laughs) I was channeling Conan the Barbarian. Commonwealth of Citadel Kingdom. It seems very contiguous and not at all scraggly, but that's fine. But it was there was this underneath power source. Maybe this is what the ship burst through it, and that's what weakened it around so that kaiju could start coming through. Because this thing that penetrated through the fabric of our reality is like a. You do that gesture again, (laughs) but. But the but it's the radiation there that is creating all these superheroes, and that's the first team. Is this this spaceship comes up and everyone's like, "What?" And then monsters attack, and then the initial team is the people that like, "Oh, what's that?" And then their radiation activates. This is even more like X Men than it ever was. But hold on, hold on, hold on. I just got an idea. You know those little black pill shaped fireworks you get. And you like the top and it's like a snake. A snake, yeah. What if there's something like that? Like they just find like a perfectly like circle black disc that's just like 30 feet across or something. And they do something to it and it just makes this giant tower thing. And the material it makes is just like super metal. It's like the adamantium of this world. They, they push the power button on the side. They, <laughs> they touch the, the wick or the, the punk to the top and it just grew this tower out of it. But it's just like 
super good stuff but yeah it can but it's like a lightning rod or something yeah but it, it could still be like a super metal that they get advancements from and everything it's from an alternate so it's dimension x-men wakanda oh sure. yeah it is wakanda <laughs> <laughs> but there's a higher incident of superheroes around there from the the dimensional radiation yeah solved it and it's a spaceship yeah do you want to say it's a spaceship I like both of those so do we pick an origin out of those i think we've come across like a converging point but what 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 was it that came up was it a spaceship or were you thinking an unpiloted spaceship yeah i don't know like it could be the crew that like a crew crashed through dimensional thing and then just stopped died in there died inside at some point they open it and they're like who are these people but with it we could go real weird because it's from an alternate dimension who dictates what spaceships look like there that's the reason i was saying it's all weird like it just looks wrong i don't think in any dimension it looks like that but unless they were shifted 1.5 dimensions to the left or something like a, a half a dimension makes it weird yeah because you've seen the 4d objects yeah. It's a fourth dimensional spaceship. What if it's in the cross section of our world? <laughs> it could be like a Cthulhu thing, like where the angles are fourth dimensional. Yeah, this one's. Yeah. Man, it's got to be dangerous walking around in there. I don't think anyone goes in there now that we determined it's. Oh, yeah. So the tower stuff is just built around it, like, or just the city built around it? Yeah. There's some kind of properties of the, the weird fourth dimensional architecture that leads to some of their technological advancements yeah like just analyzing it they get like 100 research points a second yeah <laughs> hi that's my brother mason the grand slam williams and that's my brother luke the slightly less than a grand slam williams we're brothers and inventors Every Thursday, we invent something brand new before your very ears on our podcast, Hey, I've Got an Idea Show. Like one time we made a board game. And uh, we did a card game, too. That's similar, but it's not always games. Yeah, yeah like we did uh, breakfast cereal. And, and a toilet, too. Uh, and we invented a vegetable. <laughs> sort of. So, hey, check out Hey, I've Got an Idea Show wherever you get your podcasts or at HIGAIShow.com. Put it in your ears. Let's uh, fill out some team stuff. <laughs> okay. So I'm, I'm, since it's just like X-Man analogous, I imagine they got like, we've already said they've got all sorts of teams like B teams, A teams, C teams. We know they've got a teen team, but I think there's also other teen teams because that's just the nature of having a school full of superhero teens. You're going to have a lot of teens and a lot of teams made of teens team and teen and all right seuss <laughs> it's teeming with teens daniel keeps writing this name in the google docs shadow doom so if you want to talk about him <laughs> go for it in the background of several stories i've just kind of thrown out this character named shadow doom which is a past supervillain oh yeah and he was just like a big armored dude because like there's parts of his armor spread around different stories so I was oh, Shadow Doom's helmet. Was it? Yeah. Shadow Doom's helmet's the tip jar at the restaurant. His lance is at Barney's uh, garage. Damn. So I was just going to bring up. I'm not a very good fan. <laughs> that he's just <laughs> an old time Citadel villain. Okay. I thought that would be cool. I thought maybe him and Moonglow could have been like 
he could have been like her arch rival slash part-time romance <laughs> part-time romance Ooh. yeah i mean daniel likes hooking up lady superheroes with super villains there are two instances <laughs> that seems that suggests the pattern Who, to me who's the other one <laughs> Amy and Michonne. Oh, yeah. Michonne, yeah. But when Michonne was good or pretending to be good, which is a he story idea I have. It, yeah. At one point, he was like, maybe this could be a thing. And then he wrote it into like two stories. It's like, maybe. <laughs> it is. <laughs> I like that. I mean, idea. it's fine. <laughs> it's canon now. Yeah. <laughs> My idea with that, with that romance was something like it was early on in Citadel days or whatever. I don't, since we're kind of still fuzzy with that part. But maybe he was more authoritarian and she wasn't and they split there. Yeah. But it could be like oh, Shadow and a storyline where someone went bad. Yeah. Like, I don't think he started purely terrible. I imagine that uh, whatever stuff is like causes a more likely rise of superheroes in the Citadel area. Like that's something that they want to like have control over and possibly stifle a bit just because too many people developing super abilities you're bound to hit a certain percentage of bad people oh yeah you're like we want to expose only only people we trust to this so now you're doing inhuman stuff like when when a teen comes of age they walk up to the the radiation panel and the council opens it (laughs) <laughs> and it transforms them completely based on their genetic code <laughs> and whatever random object is nearby it doesn't have to be that strict or even that fully controlled but like stifled just like slow it down some because i mean it could be at a certain point they do say it's too many so they like build some radiation chamber yeah or... i just don't i just don't think it's like perfectly effective like it's like in the early days of the cell it was like Pretty much every, almost everyone who went out there to investigate it was like, yeah. What if it's well, still good thing it gives us all superpowers because there's some kaiju on the way. What if it's still like one in a million people have a, a genetic yeah, code? Yeah, that... it's still. It's just a lot rarer. But now like, they now they, they can expose people to it, and they, it... they put up some shields just to slow it down. And if they want to, like, they can open give it up someone and a good chance, blast someone with it. Yeah, it's like you've you've done some good work for the Citadel as an unpowered hero. Let's put you through the paces. Yeah, like kids can go to school. Normal people can go to the school up to a certain point, and at a certain point, they're like, like they're teaching basic classes up to like teenage, junior high level, and at that point, they've decided what kids are good kids. Yeah, <laughs> and they start. Like, this is very weird. Like, bad weird. Like, it makes me uncomfortable what they're doing. But, I mean... I mean, they're they're not forcing them to be super... They're not forcing anyone. But it is like a sort of eugenics type thing. Of, like, the ones we deem worthy. Selective, not breeding, but selective... Heroing. Yeah. Mutating. But that can be how things are right now. So, we talked about how... The, the Citadel education system is not necessarily free public education. Like, is it free up to up to the point where you get your powers, and then the powered part of the education is where you're. You have well, to, if you're a citizen, you have a tuition. 
if you're a commonwealth citizen, it's free the whole way. If you're out of state, like out of the country, getting your powers there. Well, I think the the superhero one isn't free the whole way. Unless you become a superpowered. Unless you like work at the, like as a city hero. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like at a certain point, they weed out the kids they don't like. Those kids have to go to regular school. Yeah. But the kids that make it through that, they get, if they're from the Citadel, they can keep going for free as part of the, as they indentured servitude to the yeah. Citadel. <laughs> that puts a whole different spin on the, well, you want to keep playing the superhero education game, you got to pay for it from this point on. Like, this is, this is the point where you either pay or leave. We have well, deemed that, we have deemed you worthy of receiving superpowers. It's a terrible system for them. Yeah. But it just it's another layer of kind of crappiness where it's like we have determined that you are worthy of receiving powers, but you only get them if you enter servitude for us or pay for it. You've spent the the first 12 years of your education or 12 years of your life. Now do you want to sign up for the military or leave? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so what, what other... We've got the Citadel Force. They're the main force. Yeah. That's the big Citadel people. Are they mainly kaiju or are they just not? Well, I think kaiju is like their big game, so to speak. And then regular crime stuff. Like regular yeah. city crime. Because people are trying to get whatever the Citadel or whatever the tower is. Yeah. And then there's just a lot of wealth moving in and out of the city. Yeah. But I'm just thinking... What type of wealth, though? Is it rare wealth? It's common. Oh, okay. So, like, whatever technologies they're gleaning, that mm -hmm. kind of stuff, whatever products they're able to make based mm -hmm. on their tech. Yeah. But I was thinking a, a smaller team might be actually more about the kaiju than they are. Just because... Just because they're the big guys. They, they definitely need to be ready for the biggest kaiju. If there's a smaller kaiju, they've got enough teams... Yeah. in the city that that this smaller team can take care of that yeah and like you like your first story was like this is a a tier whatever yeah threat yeah don't don't face this one little guys yeah we this is the, the big one we need the big guns on it so i wonder if like there's a couple mid-tier teams or something and we can come up with cool names for them like citadel men <laughs> Citadel like just for men. The Minutemen? No, like X-Men. If we're doing the X-Force, X-Men, X-Factor. <laughs> uh, so the Citadel Force seems like the big guys. You got Minotaur on there, the yeah. leader. You've got um, Atomic Blob. You making ones up now? Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh. <laughs> There's a character that we haven't written into yet. He just stores energy as fat and just keeps building it on. Like, he can go forever. And then oh. they just airdrop him in where there's a problem, and he just explodes. It's like Cyclops, but in every direction. That seems dangerous. He's the yeah. absolute like last-ditch <laughs> effort that they have. But the idea in the comics is he's just always in the background at the Citadel, man, <laughs> eating. He's just preparing for when he's needed. And he just hates his life, because he's like, I, I have other skills. <laughs> I have other hobbies, but this is all I'm supposed to do. So people just talk to him whenever they come through. Just come up with some good heroes for like a team. It'd okay. be whatever. Like the Citadel has so many heroes that I think any concept we come up with is fine. 
They don't need to be super special. Some of them are going to be. Is this the actual, like, genesis point for all heroes in our world? I mean, it could be. Not anymore. Since they shut off the access. I mean, it could be most of them are... It could be like Marvel, yeah. The, like a the arrival. portion of them. A lar- oh, the, the arrival of a majority of them, yeah. Like, maybe that sets off whatever yeah. reaction around the world. So, maybe... I was thinking about this before. We don't have anything set around World War II. We could bump up that date. We said World War II to set it like roughly equivalent to the Golden Age. We could set that up to like the 70s. Which yeah. part? Instead like of World the War origin II, of it, could be, it could be more of like, if we're putting it in, in terms of right next to a war, it could be more like Nam. I think the only, th- I mentioned a great war in Amy Dangerous. Yeah, but you said it could be. But it's a great war. Like, she's been around forever. Like, this doesn't preclude everyone being. Okay. But, like, the explosion of the superhero population. Okay. Yeah. Is something we've talked about. There could be, like, there there have been superheroes around for a very long time. But we've said that. Like, you said there was, like, the ancient hero. We have the Martians. Yeah. We're doing stuff before them. Which we don't have like an exact date from when they came up. So whenever we set that, we can do it with this knowledge. But we could we could set it closer to us so we don't have as much history to fill in. We got off topic. We were supposed to create a bunch of heroes. Sorry. Speed dial? Yeah, I was I was gonna mention speed dial earlier. I think he's retired. He's still he's still in here. He's an eighties hero. I feel like I'm in the same situation as when we were Let's come up with some names. <laughs> Laser size. La- laser size? Is that someone who's the size of a laser? That's laser size. Scythes? Scythes, yeah. <laughs> he's gonna he's gonna harvest crime. What about like change size and move as fast as a laser? But he can only change size while moving. He just and makes himself s- into light. The speed at which he moves determines how quickly he changes his size. <laughs> I mean, if he wants to, if he wants to change size quickly, he's got to run fast, yeah, which means he, he has to have room to run fast in. So you're saying it caps out at a certain rate? He has a certain rate of change, which caps out? Yeah, it's like uh, the rate of change and the rate of motion are directly linked. So yeah, how quickly? No, it's he a wants. constant rate of change. What? It's a constant rate of change based on distance, is what you're saying. I guess that would since speed works. Because I was like, no. Well, I was like, it's based on how fast he moves. So he could just like move slower if he wants to change slower, but he could move a lot faster and a lot shorter distance and move the same, grow the same amount. I guess that's yeah. why it's got to be yeah. distance based. <laughs> yeah. Laser just, laser size. That's just a. The side effect of the the math of how speed works. I had an idea for laser here. sides also. Yeah, that's fine. <laughs> I spelled it differently. It has a Z. La- okay. okay, laser size, laser sides. Yeah, sides. and laser scythes. Laser sides. <laughs> laser sides. Oh, it's just laser size. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you got that the first time. Laser. No, no, no. no. 
Oh, laser size. <laughs> you guys he thought did. I was the dumb one. <laughs> he breathes out lasers. This is Citadel Laser Force. <laughs> laser. That's their team book. <laughs> I mean, the guy, the guy who changes size when he's running doesn't actually have physical lasers involved. But his name, his name works, yeah. so he's allowed on the team. Laser Seismic. <laughs> oh, his name is Mick. <laughs> laser Seismic. Earthquakes and lasers somehow. I wonder if, like... They don't all is... have to start with an S and sound like size. <laughs> I thought that's what we were going for. They're Now they're just all laser heroes. Okay. But I wonder... Uh, we don't have to flesh out this whole team that probably doesn't matter, but I wonder if this is a thing that the Citadel tends to do, since they have an abundance of teams. Do they group people together based on theme, just for for ease of categorization? Something that came up in the Legacy team with Aster and Thorn and Havoc was that they are teamed up based on partially their roles. So... Well, yeah. They were just talking about having like a heavy hitter and uh, yeah. someone that can heal, or well, that's sort of a D and D group thing. So that was a thing just from the academy side. But then maybe people after like post academy team up. However, we're putting together a laser team. We need a laser tank, a laser DPS, and a laser healer, a laser control. But they still try to like group together based on. A common flavor they don't want too much overlap but it's still helpful to i think sometimes they they might create a team and then rebrand based on their team like like let's call ourselves the dinosaurs we got we like they have brainstorming sessions like guys i think we've all got like we've got to figure out what theme fits oh yeah, that's how lasers size... transform the citadel just a bit maybe there's leaderboards <laughs> I mean, there should be. I mean, something. Oh no, lasers everywhere! <laughs> pew, pew, pew. Maybe he's got like smoke breath. See, yeah. but guys, we can see all of your lasers better when I do my smoke thing. <laughs> like that's part of their. They hire an extra hero who's not actually on the team who just makes smoke, so that their lasers look cooler. No, 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 that's it's laser, laser size. size. Oh, okay. He's. <laughs> and he doesn't actually sigh out lasers. He sighs out, out smoke. smoke that make the lasers visible. And he thought, after he got hit by the radiation blast, maybe, uh, like, lady, radiation blast mitzvah. <laughs> blast, blast mitzvah. Because when you turn 13, oh. you get hit by the radiation blast. <laughs> no. Oh, there's something there. Like, yeah, I get what you're going for, but. That's a good one. Lazy, nope. Banshee, but with lasers. No, we don't. We don't need any more members of this team, Daniel. You can stop now. So they got leaderboards then. Yeah, I mean, we could do that. Yeah. So they like try to, maybe they get assigned teams or something. Every once in a while, like they do, like redistribution of teams. Maybe they want to. They want to keep all the teams strong. There's yeah. like solo points. But if you join like a team league, you gotta share your points. So maybe it's different leagues. Like some people want to stay solo. They could have like a a quarterly reshuffling to try to like balance out the teams, or to like maybe 
reorganize the teams so that there's so that they're less balanced even so you have like people moving up the ranks as they're as they do better in a team over time yeah but it wouldn't got, necessarily like... be their whole team moving up It'd be like the bet mm-hmm. the mvp of this team moves up and it's just a team full of all mvps from other teams from the past quarter i think once you get to the top tiers they probably just have the Citadel Force is just the top tier team. So anyone that's good enough to graduate all the way, they don't need the gimmick. They're just the good, yeah, really, really good at their job guys. And I cops. think maybe the other like top level teams are made up of basically individuals. But maybe. down at the bottom, they gotta like stand out. They gotta pop. <laughs> yeah, it's it's gonna be weird that like as you're making a name for yourself, you are kind of also not because every so often you change teams and then rebrand to try to like become cohesive as a team so before you get your big break you might have gone through like four or five different superhero names with all your different teams i think at some point you come up with an identity and that's when you start kind of getting up yeah there was um i mentioned like c class b class like there's different classes so it could also be different boards based on the different power level that they assign you. Yeah. So then there's like different leagues. There's placement matches where everyone starts at the bottom and they kind of work their way up. And it's like, oh, we see that you're way too advanced. Your powers are way too good for that. You Like you advance faster because you're just like, oh, well, you're OP. <laughs> it's like the StarCraft 2 or Overwatch yeah. placement matches and you can work your way up or place higher or whatever. Some heroes stay in the the lower load. Laser size is where he belongs. Yeah. There's only so much you can do with fog breath. So I had an idea for a team. They're Jekyll and Hyde, and it's like a Hulk character and then like a super smart character. And they're just teamed up together. They've got a literary gimmick, so it doesn't always land. And people are just like, I mean, yeah, you do a good job, but... They're the same team, but they always come up with different ones. Like different brands? Yeah. Like one one season, they're Beauty and the Beast. Yeah. Like they keep trying to come up with the one that's really going to sell it. But I think it's kind of like Frasier and Niles as far as temperament. So it keeps not like getting out to like the mass like populace. He's like, I'm Dorian Rage. And the mm-hmm. other guy's like, I guess I'm the portrait. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. I did have that. I I wanted that to be an idea of like, like Jekylls or like a class, like a kind of hero. It's like people that change into big monsters oh, okay. or like get stronger. So I thought that might be something just in the wider universe, but I just had this idea of Niles and Frasier just bumbling around as superheroes. We'll get them next year, Niles. <laughs> we belong in a class. Just these uppity intellectual superheroes. Yeah. Well, just like, not necessarily super uh, intellectual, but just like cult cultured, a pair of sophisticated, yeah, and staring down their nose heroes. Yeah. Okay. What about like a team, the lower team, the dinosaurs? Like we'll make you soar because we could beat you up, kaiju. Dinosaurs. We'll yeah. give you dinosaurs. <laughs> Wrap torn ligament. Oh. <laughs> T-Rect. Should we break this up into a part two? 
we do have enough for an episode here. Hopefully. But I don't know if we have the coherent threads that tie it together into an episode. Yeah. We just have enough content. Throw out a few more hero names and then we're done. Okay. What about... The Sizzler. Sphinx. What? The Sphinx? It's an enigma to me. You said Sizzler, though. Like the Sizzler. You could have, like, a, a Sizzler for each cardinal direction. <laughs> the Southeast Sizzler? Yeah. That's not even a cardinal direction. The South the Sizzler? Western Sizzler. Western Sizzler. <laughs> yeah. What about microwave and macrowave? Ooh. Microwave chose a poor name, but only it only works in relation to macrowave. Because otherwise people are just like, why'd you name yourself after a kitchen appliance? I created the kitchen appliance. <laughs> um, uh, an old timey hero, Hammer and Sickle, heroes of the people. But they got less popular during the Red Scare. Are we... Are we only naming pairs of heroes? No, it's just <laughs> one that came up to mind. <laughs> That's all we're doing, though. <laughs> Mario and Luigi. <laughs> Pecan and Sandy. <laughs> Let's do another good team one. Just a quick team. The Flock. The Flock. The Flock sounds like a good villain team. It's all, like, bird-based. Not like the Court of Owls. They're very different from that. <laughs> if we want to do a part two... Let's have everyone take create a A level team of like five guys or something. A A being the top, well, next to the top, yeah, not S. right next to the top, not like S Amy. or double S. Like Amy's S. Well, Citadel forces S rank oh, okay. for their ranking. Amy's just off the charts. They ain't got one. Yeah. Yeah. She's just yeah, one hand. She's S rank in the universe, but they got their own rankings in the Citadel rankings squad. Yeah. Well, well, what if we create like an A, B, and C? Less detailed as you go down because you don't need as many details for those crappy teams at the bottom. Okay. But like five good heroes around there. Guys, what's the linguistic situation in the <laughs> Citadel? They all speak a weird upside down, half fragmented language. Speaking like, like half language. What? What? <laughs> I speak in. I start a to language. say words. They speak in the language where they repeat the last person who spoke. Yeah. <laughs> I started to say words word before out. I knew. But yeah, so hopefully we have an episode in here. Yeah. Fingers crossed. I think we do. It's the longest <laughs> recording. <laughs> it might be the shortest episode, <laughs> but we'll be creating some Citadel teams and we'll see what we all come up with. Closing stuff? Or... Yeah, what did we say? Uh, you can follow me at Gware on Twitter or play my video games, Gware.itch.io. You can follow me at Quentin Pongratz. You can follow Josh on his way home from work. Don't. Art by Lisa. <laughs> art by Lisa Prather. Find her, find more of her art and pictures of her dogs on lisaprayerart.com and Instagram lisaprayerart. All the social media is down at the bottom. Next week's story is Tabula Rasa from Ian R. Buck. If you don't know who that is, go back two episodes and listen to Swords. Listen to Swords is actually going to be one of my superheroes for the Citadel. Social media, like us, review us, please. Get the word out. Share us. You already said share us, yeah. 
No. Hashtag us? Hashtag. That's Hashtagging just... is sharing. That's sharing. Join it's... our Discord. I was going to say subscribe and like and the, the boring stuff <laughs> you always say. Uh, they know. Well, I mean, it's good, good Join to our Discord. Join our Discord for the discourse. If you're just jumping in, sorry for this <laughs> one. Good night. <laughs> Mine might be crab related. Oh, it won't be. Crabber size. So like the bachelor boards, like from Neo Yokio? Well, from like a better version of Neo Yokio. <laughs> Nobody liked that. Oh, Daniel that. likes it. It's okay. one of my favorite animes. <laughs> it's my number two anime of all time. This is gross. This is What's so number good. one? Fully Cooly. Okay. Where's Cowboy Bebop? I mean, like, five or six? I don't know. Four, maybe? Oh, no. Lasers everywhere.